0: Hi, this is Dee Wallace from E.T. and Cujo in The Howling, and you're listening to The Horror Squad.
1: Hello, you're listening to The Horror Squad podcast, episode number 161. Tonight, we're talking about warm bodies. We got usual co-hosts here. We got Todd, Sam, Steve, and Joe. We thank you very much for listening to us, guys. We truly appreciate it. If you have the time, it would be extremely helpful if you hit us with iTunes review or something like that. We'd appreciate it. Sam, I see you first. So what's going on?
2: Yes, please leave us a review. Even if you are taking a poop, like take your phone in with you, I guess. If you're taking a bath, like give us a review. Come on, act like you're doing something important at work and just give us a little... A little positive review that'd be great.
1: Do people take baths still?
2: I do, Todd. That...
1: Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah. Is, I mean, is it relaxing not like... though?
2: It is relaxing. So I started doing it like um, a few months ago. It's like my self care Sunday routine. Um, I used to not have the patience for it where I would get in there for 10 minutes and then I'm like, okay, this is dumb. Now what do I do? Like I'm ready to get out. Um, but I started listening to audiobooks. I'll watch something on Netflix, and it's just kind of like my time of when I can block Joe out. So it's been really nice. And I like I do like different bath bombs and I'm trying to look for like a nice bath pillow. So if anyone has any recommendations out there, let me know. I also wanna get a little tray that sits above the bathtub and it's just, it's nice.
1: You should uh, grab a Kindle, Sam.
2: I should. Yeah, yeah
1: that'd, that'd be nice. And one question about the bath is Joe banished. Cause I can imagine if my wife was taking a bath I would sneak in there to like sneak peeks and stuff. She walked out the door. Yeah, well, I was gonna say, because that would break the concentration and relaxation. You got Joe's little exactly. de- eyes in there. Yeah.
2: That And that's the thing. I was like, I can hear Joe getting excited every Sunday come when I'm about to, he can tell I'm getting my stuff gathered up and he's like, is it bath time? And I'm like, for me, leave me alone. And he's like, can I come in? I'm like, Joe, there's no room for you. <laughs>
3: what? Two people in a bath is very comfortable anyway. Like,
2: in well, well, the like, tub like, that we have, it's pretty yeah. small.
1: They always make it work in the movies, so I don't know. <laughs> Joe, I segue into you, man. What's up?
3: How are you? I'm fantastic. Now that, you know, we are the Super Bowl champion winners. That's what we do. Hell yeah. yeah. Go Good Buccaneers. Game. Go game Tom for the Brady, Bucks. number seven. Hell yeah. Um, Not like most people that are listening probably care, but I'm just excited to uh, delve out our punishments, which I actually changed my uh, title to give to Steve last minute, so I think it is readily available. I'm going to Google that um, while we're doing questions, but... Um, and you know what? He may have seen it. So, but I have I have two movies in uh, mind right now. So I'm excited. I'm excited to see what you pick for Sam too. When are we announcing this? Are we announcing it now? you can do it right there now. That, <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, Steve. Have you seen XX? Uh, oh my God. XX. It is a all. It is an anthology yes, movie Steve. made by all female directors.
4: I don't believe so. Uh, it, Bell, it was. Bell.
3: It was streaming on Netflix. It was on
4: Tubi when I was saw it. on it. Tubi?
3: Okay, it is horrible. It is is terrible. <laughs> Even Sam hated it, and obviously, like, you want to support women, you know, directors. Did I
2: say people. I hated
3: it? You hated it, yeah. I
2: don't think so. It, it's
3: okay. just really great, like, idea, but really terrible movie. Uh, <laughs> so as long as it is available to you, that is the one I'm picking. The one I had on backup is, uh, a movie called American Poltergeist 2, a.k.a. the Poltergeist of Borley Forest, which (laughs) uh, is on Tubi and readily available to you. That's a long name (laughs) for a sequel. (laughs) XX.
4: I don't think XX is available here.
3: Okay. Then I will give... uh, Okay, well, it is available. This one's available on Tubi. Probably. Probably. But it's called uh, American Poltergeist 2 is, I believe, the title on
4: uh, On Tubi. Tubi. Yes. all right oh, i'll watch that it, one
3: it is very terrible um and interestingly enough it american poltergeist came out after this movie um there's oh really interesting Story about that so yeah so yeah. so there's two of them out. yes
4: all right maybe i'll watch both double the pain there you go just like i did last year with sam's uh, the houses of october built i watched both
1: there you go um, <laughs> did you check on tv for xx steve
4: i did nothing uh
1: must be just us uh, it,
4: it shows a lot of porn <laughs> but, but not uh not that one there's xxy there's xxi but no xx
1: don't watch the vendisa one either
4: but no <laughs> right. triple x yeah, i like that one it's good
1: it's other than theater actually
4: yeah me too yeah the it's one like- for the first one not the last one they made or the isn't like that with like ice cube one yeah oh they also made a third one right like uh when he com- comes back to life Oh, boy. Yeah.
1: All right. What'd you pick right. for Sam? Oh, I'm happy for this one because Sam refused to watch it last year for the podcast. And no! its I know Joe has it. It's the that. special. You're watching. I knew you were going to pick. <laughs> you're watching Dixon Boxes, girl. Get ready. Uh... <laughs> you have that DVD, right, Joe?
3: Yeah, yeah. We got it.
1: Perfect. Okay.
3: She can She can pop it in and watch it for sure. Yes.
2: Well, I can't because we don't have a DVD player, so... We uh,
3: don't, but we can.
2: Uh, it. We'll we'll Bye. figure
3: out.
1: We'll, you have we'll a laptop.
3: Have a That's yeah. true. Oh yeah, I got my laptop. You can plug. Yeah, you can put it right. <laughs> even, even
1: better. Computer.
2: Yeah.
1: No. Yeah. I want Bye. a full report too.
2: Okay. How long do I have to put this off for? Next uh, week would be
1: best. We g- can... next week would be best. Let's give everybody All a two week right. window, though. we just okay. in case. And then Steve, what's up with you, man? Anything going on?
4: No, just upset. This is, I'm I'm very. I got beef with Kansas City now. You know, uh I I didn't pick him last year and I lost. (laughs) And I I picked him this year and I lost. (laughs) So I don't want to see him in the Super Bowl anymore.
2: Come on, Steve.
4: Come on. That's like four bad movies I gotta watch now because of them. So
1: (laughs) damn you, Kansas City. You should send send him some hate mail on Twitter or something like everyone else does. I hate you, Patrick Mahomes.
4: Um all right, you guys ready to get into some questions? yeah awesome um so you could no, talk about
2: super bowl snacks
4: oh okay what did you have for super bowl snacks was it spaghetti in a suit and tie god no crazy italian stop
2: <laughs> no i didn't have any snacks did i have snacks joe you had chili a little bit of chili but wasn't that great
3: sam ordered something even weirder Almost as weird as spaghetti. She got a grilled chicken sandwich for her Super Bowl meal.
1: Well, did we have fries on the side, though?
2: But I didn't eat it because it looked gross. (laughs) No, I got tots, Todd. Oh, we can do tots. I wanted something crunchy, but it literally, they taste like someone put them in oil and warmed the oil up in the microwave. They were so soggy. So I didn't Uh, eat it.
1: Probably because you guys got food on Super Bowl Sunday when everything's busy.
3: True. Yeah, true. Well, I got chicken wings and bacon pepperoni pizza, and they were both delicious.
1: Nice. Uh, I did a sandwich bar with some deli meats, uh, Swiss cheese, roast beef, pastrami, um, and then some uh, of the bakery, like garlic loaf with some garlic in it. It's fucking great. Then we had some buffalo chicken dip, some ranch dip, veggies, and then some corn fritters, which were bomb. Yeah. Good little spread. Nice. And I didn't watch the Super Bowl
4: because my wife doesn't like football. I'm indifferent. Uh, I usually watch Super Bowl with people, but I'm not allowed to see people. So it's uh, decided decide just to watch movies instead. Hopefully next year, I'll be allowed to see people again. So that would be that'd be awesome. Hopefully, hopefully. All right. Um, so questions. If you want to ask us questions, just ask us on social media at the horror squad podcast or by email, the horror podcast at gmail.com or our preferred method on discord because it's a really awesome place in there. And it's super easy for me to find the questions there. So I uh, really appreciate you if you did that. So we got quite a few this week as it is a Valentine's day episode. So the first ones come to us from Mandy. She says, What's the oldest piece in your horror collections, both in terms of how long you've had it, and the oldest in terms of
3: when it was made? Wow, that's that's a great question. Uh, mm. God, as far as like the oldest thing I have, that like as far when it was made, oh man, I, I have a vinyl uh, Freddy figure that was like made back in the eighties, like when he was at his peak it's pretty cool he's like crossing his arms kind of like he's a like a rap star or something like that so it was like peak freddy when he was like at his at his zaniest um that is probably the oldest thing i can think of as far as vintage style as far as like the first thing i bought it had to have been a convention and an autograph because i didn't i i would attend i was attending collections uh, uh i was attending conventions long before I was a collector um, of memorabilia. So I think it was probably either a Betsy Palmer autograph or a Sid Haig autograph. Cause those were the two, first two celebrities I ever met at a convention.
1: Um, I think, yeah, I'm going to go with Joe's answer to going to cons a lot. I mean, cause you only know, with mom and dad stuff. You didn't really have a big area to have your your goodies. Um, but going to cons, it's either a Bruce Campbell, SIG, or, you know, what? actually it's probably a, um, Bill Mosley one. I remember he charged like 60 bucks. I think it might've been devil's rejects or right
3: after corpses, something like that. Um, I don't even think he charges 60 now. That must've been like like, most popular. Yeah. Yeah. And then oldest
1: item I have is probably like a gremlins figure, um, or like a old McDonald's like Dracula horror figure they used to do with their happy meals um
3: but yeah i think i think that's it yeah i'll post that Freddy figure too in the discord
2: after this episode drops so people can see it um i don't really know what i have i don't have a huge horror collection i mean i do but i don't feel like there's anything really old unless anything sticks out to you joe but
3: um nothing in like particular as far as old goes
2: yeah uh
3: the one, the one thing I guess that pops in my head is the snow globe you have. The yeah. Meyer snow globe that was probably from the '90s, I think. I want to say it was like in a, a box set. Probably her pretty, book. R- it's pretty rare. So yeah, oh, the book. those Halloween novels the too. Halloween yeah, book.
1: Yeah. 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 Those globes are freaking rare though, like the Freddy and Jason ones and stuff.
3: Yeah, the one she has is even rarer though. It like came in like this like special box set. Um... And they're, like, the globe alone goes for, like, a few hundred bucks.
4: Nice. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm kind of the same way. Like, I didn't start collecting until really recently. Um, And I didn't have a lot of stuff. So the oldest thing that I can think of that I might have is... um, I I have this, like, bust of the Predator that I got in the, I'd say, late 90s. So that's probably the oldest thing that I have. I mean, I might have... Like Todd, I, I think I have a gremlin action figure that I had from basically when I was a kid. Um, maybe some Godzilla stuff and King Kong stuff, but nothing like I'd say really collector to kind of in the toy bin. As for something that I actually put out, uh, I would say that's probably uh, what I have, so.
2: I want to see a bit? photo of the bus, Steve.
4: Yeah, it's not at my house right now. It's in a box at someone else's house and I'm not allowed to go there <laughs> until we're out of lockdown. <laughs> But oh. as soon as uh, the lockdown lifts, I'm going to go get all my stuff, so in case we lock down again.
2: Yeah. Okay. Alrighty, well, I'll bug you about it after lockdown then.
4: <laughs> Alright, uh, her next question is if you were single and could take any horror character on a date, who would it be and why?
3: Who? Um, this is tough. It is tough. It could be like any character from any movie?
4: She Horror, she says. Okay. Okay.
3: All right, then I'm taking, um, I'm taking, uh, is it Julie from uh, I Know What You Did Last Summer? Jennifer Hewitt's character, obviously, because I had a huge, huge crush on her. She was yeah. like one of my definite first crushes ever. So that's who I'm going with.
1: I don't remember her name, but maybe Sam will. Um, the nurse from Halloween 2 gets down in the hot tub with the uh, paramedic. She seems like a, oh, no, now I'm thinking about it. I'm changing it to Halloween 4 with the uh, the cop's daughter. I'm taking her out. All right. Seems like a good time.
4: Who are you taking out, Sam?
2: Myself. Um, I would take out, or I guess I should say, I would let um, Ed Warren take me out if he was single, of course. Oh, going
3: to daddy. Like Patrick Wilson Ed Warren or the actual (laughs) Ed Warren? Patrick Wilson,
2: duh. (laughs) Or if you asked me when I was a teenager, I would say Devin Sawa's character from Idle
1: Hands. He's got like a cheesy smelling
3: wiener in that movie, I'm calling it. (laughs) Ew! (laughs) Yeah, he definitely did not seem like he
2: bathed much. So guys are hot when they don't bathe. Oh, all right some
4: of them i don't know yeah. what that says about joe but we'll, we'll leave you at that uh <laughs> all right and i think i would pick sydney from scream uh she just seems like know. a sweet girl and would be good on a date so uh, what's, who
1: else You would, would die though probably yeah they come after you and you get in the way
4: yeah I, i've said in the past like my horror trivia knowledge would save me from the scream killers so i'm calling it um, her next question, or last question, I think, yeah, last question. <laughs> if you starred in a porn film, but had to use an existing horror film's name to represent your skills, which would it be and why?
3: Oh, it's a great question. <laughs> um, oh, man. I don't know. That's a That's definitely one that requires some thought. I'll just throw out no, I, uh, no, no, I'm not going to say that. I'm no. <laughs> <out>. <laughs> scared.
4: No. Joe's going to be like Child's Play or some fucking
3: creepy <laughs> shit. That's what Sam would say, I'm sure. Mommy uh, Dearest. Ooh. Ooh. male Hunter. Hunter, Hunter.
1: Okay, there you
0: go.
2: <laughs> I don't know. So what is it if we're in a porn, what's a horror title uh, that already exists that we would call our porn?
3: Mm-hmm.
4: That would represent your skills.
2: Ooh, Jawbreaker!
4: Oh, oh,
0: oh
3: boy! Good one. <laughs> good. I'm going with Craft. raw. <laughs> raw. <laughs> what did you say? That's a good one. I'm going with raw. Raw.
2: <laughs> All right, Army Hammer.
3: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I
1: want you to be my slave, or whatever you said. Oh, why I don't understand why these people still do stuff online like someone's not going to screenshot your weird ass and put it on the internet right they don't they never learn nope
2: good so they can keep getting caught and called out
1: yeah uh, so the yeah. guy wants to eat people <laughs> i i can't even say that in straight face <laughs> right. Uh least
2: not a ab- well i was gonna say Lisa's not abusing animals but i think he actually was abusing his dog so
4: oh really Ugh. gross um, I would go with I am Legend. I think. Okay, uh, Steve. <laughs> uh All right. There it is. So, folks. Yep, there it is. Uh, next series of question comes to us from M. All things spooky. That's over on our Discord. Uh, she says, "If you starred in a movie, which actor or actress would you want to play as your love interest?" I
2: wish I would have known these questions ahead of time because I... they're okay. on the Discord, Sam. I know. Yeah. I
3: know. I think she said last week she had it downloaded, so apparently it takes a week to get on <laughs> to the download. It's true. It's
1: baby steps, one at a time.
3: Uh, I'll just throw out Megan Fox, because I saw her recently this week, and she's still looking great. Well, what'd you see her in person? Um, A Machine Gun Kelly music video, actually. <laughs> oh.
1: She's really uh, <laughs> scraping the bottom of the barrel of that one.
3: She's dating him now, I guess. I know, that's before. what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> I had no idea.
1: <laughs> um... I don't know. Oh, uh, what's her name from freaking Vera Fatim Fatima or something like that? Uh, Vera yeah. yeah,
3: Lorraine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. Sam wants Patrick, and you want Lorraine. We'll do some. We'll do
1: a swap.
2: Ooh, Let's do it.
4: <laughs> yeah. Um, I went with uh, Samara Weaving. She just seems like a really fun, outgoing, and she's super
3: fucking hot. So super hot. Yeah. This
2: is tough there's so many hot guys
3: can't go shire anymore
2: no nope, but can't do shire sorry um hey someone mentioned
3: about jared leto being a creep by the way he, on the discord he, right? yeah, I, on, I, I on the latest one <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> okay well what's the creep factor because the only thing that i the last thing i heard was people it was his cult
1: yeah allegedly Ooh, is,
3: he a, is he like a cult man now
1: it's like a sex cult guy, isn't he? It's like oh, underage
2: Oh
3: shit. Allegedly, oh. of course. He in, he's in QAnon or something? Or what's that is that what it's called? Is he? <laughs> I have no <laughs> idea. I don't even know what that is.
2: Joe actually listen no He talks about QAnon all the time. Oh, no, it's
3: like an un- it's like a underground sex cult that like's run by the Democrats or something like that. It's some like crazy oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> it's like some crazy theory that like these nut jobs like came up with and it's kind of like, I think it has something to do with like Pizzagate too. I could be like completely wrong. I'm sure there's people way well-versed better in this than I am, but.
4: But for sure. the record, he, he is a dick bag. I have secondhand knowledge of this, so.
2: What are uh. skis? <laughs>
4: All right. Uh, getting back on track here. Uh, <laughs> our next question, our last question. Tell us your idea of a perfect Valentine's Day.
2: I'll Sam,
1: Sam's involved.
4: <laughs> I, don't, and I not always
2: Jeff. have to answer this one first uh, let's see what would be the f- perfect valentines um,
1: hold on what? Joe get your paper and your, I know your pen. Exactly.
2: <laughs> I don't know someone else go let me think
1: I think it's got to involve um uh, for us dudes here unless you're really into it yourselves like because i'm not just doing whatever the girl wants right and then getting right some, yeah, i, don't, uh, I some mean i don't think, any, I don't think oh, any so it's
2: guy... just about getting rewarded
3: sometimes no. it, it joe come on you don't have to come back down <laughs> i don't think any <laughs> guy i don't think any guy is like excited about valentine's day you
2: know? why
3: i mean it's for you know it's definitely more for like the women i think i think but it, do you it,
2: think it's, like you dread it
3: no, I don't dread it. I I, definitely like, I don't, don't think
2: I put pressure no, for Valentine's. No, Day. not
3: no, not at all. And I definitely don't dread it, but I just think it's it's definitely a holiday meant like more. It's for about the your men. partners. Yeah. yeah, it's like meant for the man to, or you know, for me anyway. I feel like for us to like the men to kind of wine and dine or women, women
2: for. whoever.
3: Sure. Yeah, your partner, I guess. Yeah. mm mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Um, I mean. I think just quality time would be, like, the perfect Valentine's.
3: Yeah, I was going to say, like, I would just be totally, as, like, me personally, I would totally be cool with just, like, sitting on the couch, like, taking out, watching, like, movies, and just, like, spending time together, like, like, quality time like that together.
2: And hanging out with playing video,
3: playing video games, listening to music, something like that, Mm -hmm. just, like, something to do together. You guys should get those
1: chicken sandwiches you guys are all into for a while there. We
3: just got them last night.
2: <laughs> That's no, so I actually,
3: I have, I have something planned, but I can't Sam's the surprise. Ooh.
2: I was asking Joe if we're going to the dog shelter to get a new puppy.
3: Yeah.
2: Or a new dog. It could be an old dog.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And then I, in my head, I was like, what if he is taking me to the shelter? Like, am I ready to have another dog? And so then I was like, Joe, are you taking me to get a dog? But you said no.
1: Well, now it's kind of putting the pressure on him because you kind of put that in his mind. Like, <laughs> No,
2: I mean, I don't know if I'd be ready. I don't know if I'd be ready. I would want us to talk about it first.
1: Okay. Yeah, that's
3: a big decision.
2: <laughs> but anyway, enough <laughs> yeah. <What> about us?
3: <laughs> yeah, what do you uh, you guys have anything planned for the ladies? Uh,
1: you know? No. When is it?
3: God, it's Sunday. <laughs> it's Sunday.
1: oh Sunday. Um, no, I'll probably barbecue up my wife some steak. Actually, I don't know if I can barbecue because it's snowing outside and grill doesn't usually work that well. Um, Clean the probably, house. What's that?
2: Clean the house.
1: I do that every day. Okay. I do. Okay. All right. All right. I wipe down the countertops. I put the spoons away. Um. Do some steaks, some uh, loaded baked potatoes, probably, and like, you know, all the sides, mushrooms, all that shit. It's all about just cooker stuff, you know?
2: Is that the way to your wife's heart, Todd? Then is I'll get my reward. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Don't cook too much. Okay, see, that's the thing. It's like, don't be eating a lot if you're trying to expect a lot at the end of the night. Oh, I know. Things. I learned
1: that. I'm full.
2: It's not a great feeling. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, full we want to get down to Boogie too, but if you're like taking us on a five-course meal, I mean, what do you expect? I'm going into the food coma and then I'm going to bed.
1: Well, that's the dessert though, you know what I mean? Yeah, you got to leave room <laughs> for the I Am Legend Steve over there.
2: Yeah. I know. Steve, what do you got planned?
4: Uh, I, I have a double double trouble because my wife's birthday is the 13th, so... Wow. Like, yeah. Oh, no. yeah yeah <laughs> so the, the pressure is definitely on every year um usually we go away somewhere uh, but that's not happening and nice, if we are home we go to the theater and have a you know a nice meal somewhere we can't do that so this year i think we're just going to stay in play video games together with snacks have sushi and then watch a movie before the grand finale
2: Oh. that sounds amazing <laughs> you should you know what i love doing with my partner is um like i like having a slumber party out in the living room like bringing the mattress out and then just like playing video games all night and like eating on the bed
1: <laughs> yeah but then joe has to carry the mattress though that's kind of unre- like unfair to him
2: No, not he's, hurting, he's hurting his
1: back I'm the mattress up. I'm doesn't weigh
2: nothing <laughs> uh, we can both hey. bring it out
1: we have this fucking stupid heavy mattress, like one of those um pedic kings or whatever.
2: Oh, see, no, it's a nightmare, man. That. I hate it. it. Sounds awful.
3: Put on some romantic movies like The Human Centipede.
2: No Exorcists. Steve, you <laughs> should light Steve should <laughs> light some candles. And if you have Barters. any string lights, plug those in.
4: No, we we got mood lighting in the in the oh. room that we're in, so we're good.
1: He's got it all no. planned out. He's got rose petals and everything. I know.
4: <laughs> okay. Yeah, you ever use rose petals? They they like mess up everything. They're uh they stain everything. So mm. you
1: no, know,
4: because practically they're not as good as uh, you, you need to get you, you get yeah, you get those satin ones that but I don't know. It's just you know, we're we're at the point now where we've been married almost ten years, so it's like it's more trouble than it's worth, you know. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be like, Oh my god, we have to pick that up later and, yeah. and so it's Aww. just like It becomes more practical, I guess. Well, if you want to put it in
3: me, go ahead. (laughs) Just use your chest hair. Throw your chest hair all over the all over the bed.
2: Use your toenail clippings. Ooh yeah, there you (laughs) go. That's gross.
4: (laughs) All right, moving on here. (laughs) Uh, But also,
2: if you're single, any listeners that aren't taken that are listening do something that you like to do like it doesn't have to be it's not a holiday just for couples and you're not a loser because you're not celebrating valentine's with someone like if yeah. i had an option i'd be celebrating no i'm kidding
1: yeah, yeah go, go like, beat the meat eat some food exactly Lights there you candles. go get
2: sexy with yeah. yourself watch exactly. a horror movie that gives you a boner and then yeah. enjoy your night yeah
1: go and get, hump that, mattress. Yeah. get that porn oh.
3: up free trial <laughs> go to town <laughs> there you go. There you go. Get some nipple clamps and
2: okay enough. <laughs> Stop telling them about what you do, Joe. I'm <laughs> right? <laughing. laughs>
4: All right. Um, Next series of question comes to us from Captain Amazing eighty five. He starts with, "What's the worst gift your significant other has ever gotten you for Valentine's Day?" Can be a past relationship.
3: <sighs> i do not. I don't know I never got anything like terrible like no I got one.
2: Oh, oh let's hear it Todd
1: my uh my wife actually when early in relationship she got me Gears of War 1 for Xbox and I needed Gears of War 2 for <laughs> Xbox <God damn> <laughs> God, I'm like, I was brat. like what, what is it <laughs> <laughs> it's like getting a toy on Christmas that you don't have batteries for it's true
2: I love that you have not let that go
1: I'm not letting it no
2: you haven't moved on from it i can tell
4: never will what about you That's sam any bad gifts from uh
3: significant bad others?
2: Gifts? Um, i don't think so
3: hey if it's a gift you should you should you know enjoy it and appreciate yeah, someone f- buy you a gift
2: yeah i feel like valentine's like gifts are kind of universal like yeah it's like if someone gives me a stuffed animal i don't I'm not going to hate it or anything like that. Or, like, I just feel like you can't go wrong. Like, flowers, stuffed animals, a card, chocolates. Like, it's just the, I don't know. I, don't, I, I haven't gotten a bad gift, I don't think.
3: Same for you, Joe. Yeah. I mean, what? A, it's like Valentine's Day. So, like, I don't expect much, you know, like, as far as like a gift. So, I'm just right. like, oh, okay. Thanks. Like, appreciate <laughs> it.
4: Um, I dated someone that told me uh, you're getting nothing because men don't get Valentine's gifts. Cause it's a holiday for women only. So
0: Aww.
4: yeah, she was withheld the wiener. She, she, she was a, she was a special case. So yeah. Is this What's the one up?
2: you've talked about before?
4: Yeah. She was like a dairy farmer. I was going to say, was a
1: farm maiden? Yeah, it was.
4: <laughs> I can't wait she, for
2: yeah. her to like find you. And to be like i hear you talking about me on your podcast
1: he's gonna have a glass of milk standing in the corner of his basement right hello, <laughs> hello steven God. oh man like talking shit huh right um
4: that's
2: amazing
4: he also asks what's the best gift you ever got for valentine's day sexy time
2: uh the best uh, gift
3: I can't even remember like what I've gotten Sam in the past. <laughs> I will say, actually, the best gift I ever got was when Sam baked me like Halloween-themed, uh, like baked Valentine goods. Like it was like really Halloween thoughtful, cupcakes yeah. and
2: stuff.
3: It was like really thoughtful, and it was like a week's worth of baked goods, and they were all delicious.
2: How <laughs> oh, sweet, Joe! Joe loves his sweets.
3: I sure do. What about you, Sam? Um, I don't.
2: I can't really think off the top of my head. I don't know.
3: I guess nothing good enough. <laughs> nothing memorable. Joe. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> to be fair, I can't even remember what I've gotten her in the past. I know, so.
2: like I can't even remember. I'm trying. Like I
3: legit can't even remember what I got her last year, and I'm sure it was something nice, but I I, I don't remember.
2: I don't remember either. All
3: right. I re- what did we even do last year? Is that when we did uh-huh. the haunted? Event,
2: oh that ha- yeah, that was yeah. nice. That was,
3: that was fun, yeah.
2: Yeah, that was fun. I'll just I'll just say that. So we went to like um, it was a haunted house, but they did a Valentine's themed, and they had um, kind of like it wasn't last, was it last year? Yeah, it was oh, last right before year. COVID. Wow. Yeah. Um, but they had like um everyone sit at like tables and stuff and they had like it was like a it was like a nice dinner but it was like haunt related if that makes sense so they had a lot of the scare actors going around um they served like a nice buffet from a place like they did catering and then you got to go into the haunted houses so that was really fun
3: yeah and they had a guy dressed up like harry warden
2: Mm that's pretty cool cool yep
4: Um, mine is kind of the same length, uh, Wavelengths as Todd's bad gift. Uh, so five months into dating who would then eventually become my wife. Uh, she got me Bioshock two. Now that doesn't sound very exciting, but I had never mentioned wanting Bioshock two, I just wanted it. So she really kind of, you know, kind of, it made me feel like she really took the time to get to know me enough to get me something that I didn't ask for that I just wanted uh and that meant a lot in a weird way that's why I still remember it so that's uh that's probably the best one I got I mean she's gotten me awesome stuff since then but um that was the one that came to mind when I read the question. How oh, sweet. All right um and the last question from uh, CaptainAmazing85 Zombie Apocalypse your significant other is your survival partner who lasts longer?
3: Uh, definitely Sam.
2: Thanks, Joe.
1: Why, though? Would you sacrifice yourself
3: for her?
2: No. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I would. <laughs> I, d- I
3: definitely would. Um, but no, she's just, like, smarter than me.
2: <laughs> That's so nice.
3: <laughs> like, street smart. I'm just,
2: I'm a quick problem solver. I'm very, like, yeah. resourceful.
3: Yeah, like, I'm really bad at, like, puzzles and stuff like that. So, like, if we were trying to figure out, like, a way out, I'd be like, let's just go out the front door, we're fine.
1: <laughs> yeah, my wife would live longer because she's very good at directions. Like, I I don't know what I would do if I didn't live in an era without GPS. Um, so, yeah, I would probably fall down a hill and die, and she'd be just walking fine. So, yeah.
4: Sam, do you agree with Joe's assessment? You would make it longer? Yes. Excellent. <laughs> Um, for me, yeah, I mean, I would definitely die first because I'd sacrifice myself for my wife. But barring that, um, she wouldn't last fucking ten minutes. She is <laughs> the, the worst at survival. When COVID started, and we didn't really know what it was and everything like that, and they shut you know everything down. The first time we went to a store, um, she, she, my wife has like um, she, she has something that makes her like very susceptible to COVID and can be dangerous for. So we made a deal in the car that she'll point the stuff out at the store and I'm the one who's physically gonna like grab it, put in the cart and everything like that because we didn't know if it was like transmittable by touch or whatever. So we made this deal, she's like, okay, no problem. I got it. We walk in a store, we're not in there one fucking minute and she's got two things in her hands. And I'm like, God damn it. And yeah, she just doesn't pay attention to rules and stuff. So yeah, she would die immediately. But Aww. I would sacrifice myself, so I'd be dead one minute before her, probably. <laughs> yeah, but I love her. It's just that is not one of her uh, her skills is uh, survival. Um. All right. Next question comes from Odd Job vs. versus 007. What are some of everyone's favorite couples in horror?
3: Tiffany and Chucky, the classic, right? Yeah, for sure. Um... Bride Frank and Bride Frank Monster and Bride
2: stew and billy hello oh man
3: oh. still that one <laughs> yeah i'm going stew and billy yeah quite yeah great bromance for sure
4: yeah um i i like michonne and um rick from the walking dead mm-hmm. i think they're like, like a super power couple That's but uh let, let's face it there's nobody better than Jerry in the box in the special. <laughs> 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 it is the power couple twenty twenty. Sam will quit. learn soon. Yeah.
2: I don't wanna learn.
4: Well, you will, and it's awesome. <laughs> um and Sam, you agree with these choices? Mm-hmm. You will, especially after you watch the special. Um, okay, well,
2: just know that I'm gonna be like disgusted by penises after I watch this, so sorry, Joe. It's
1: okay. you don't see any wieners. You stuff, don't see wieners. So no,
3: wieners.
2: I don't want to see his face. You can't. Yeah.
1: You see
4: plenty oh, of that. That's
2: the O face. <laughs> you,
3: we can't oh, forget. Yeah. Uh, you see a lot of O face. That's for damn sure. Yeah, you do. Yeah. You, she, gross she's o o gonna face? be gro- Yeah, Sam's gonna be grossed out for sure. Like 100% grossed out. Ugh. But we can't forget. Gomez and Morticia as well. Yeah, it's a classic. And uh, Lily and Herman. And lastly, I'll say Jack and Sally. Oh, very
4: good. Oh, you put some thought into this, uh, Joe.
3: I mean, they just all like popped <clears throat> in my head, like, so.
4: Nice. A romantic at heart, Joe.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, so,
2: Sally's really romantic.
4: Yeah, they're awesome. Uh, and along the same lines, what is some of everyone's favorite romantic horror movies?
2: Huh. I guess everything they belong to,
4: right? All those movies. Yeah,
3: right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean Nightmare Before Christmas is probably like the most like romantic one, I guess I can think of.
2: What about Hocus Hocus, Max and Allison?
4: Yeah, I could see it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean the special is, you know, still top, but
2: Enough with the special. Um, it okay
3: sleepy hollow is like a romance one but it's kind of, we then we just kind of realized yeah. it's kind of like almost joined up grooming her yeah
0: yeah right <laughs> she's pretty
1: young yeah uh, warm bodies isn't bad yeah
3: oh well, yeah we got warm bodies tonight uh yep.
1: yeah awesome. what about michael and uh, Lori? that's kind of oh yeah forbidden fruit for michael and he just he's a real go-getter doesn't take no for an answer but not in a creepy way
0: <laughs> um yeah
4: and brought chucky the, the, them falling in love in that movie is just fucking
3: amazing. I just love it. Then we have Glenn.
4: Baby, I'm all rubber. <laughs> best, that's the best scene in the movie. Um, Alright, so the last series of questions here for, are from Calum. He says, hey squad, hope you're all doing well and staying safe. Since it's Women in Horror Month, who do you believe are some underrated or forgotten female leads in horror movies? For me, I would say Sarah from Day of the Dead, Jennifer from Revenge, and the sisters
3: from Night of the Comet.
2: Yeah, definitely Uh, Jennifer from Revenge.
3: Oh, definitely, yeah. She she was great. Mm -hmm. Fantastic.
2: Um, Who else is there?
3: I mean, there's like a bunch of movies, I guess, that you can consider underrated. Um, But there's like nothing coming to my head right this minute. (laughs) I think Celine from Underworld needs more love. Mm. Yeah, I,
2: She actually does have a lot of love, but it's like she's what not... am I trying to describe? Like a diagram? Uh-huh. Like I feel like here's horror and here's sci-fi and it like there's... Do you a guys little know what overlap, yeah. Yeah, I but I feel ya. like it's more like she's more favored in like the I don't want to say the nerd world because we're nerds. We're just horror nerds, but...
1: Well, she's definitely got more of like the hot female character mm-hmm. i mean like you know leather spandex and shit like that i mean come on opposed to like a normal final girl that's st- st- still super hot but not like sex
3: appeal hot you know yeah i mean oh. you don't the movie's like really popular i guess it's popular but you don't hear like talk about it talked about as much i'll go with like the whole cast of the descent like all the all the women in the Descent. yeah
2: i agree with that Two
3: babes mm-hmm
2: mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm.
4: And I'll always go for, to bat with uh, Patricia Tallman as Barbara and uh, Night of Living Dead, uh, the Savini <laughs> version. Hottie. Yeah. Um, you never Not talk you know, No one ever t- talks about her, but, you know, she was awesome and a total badass in that movie, so.
1: Definitely flipped that character, complete 180 in that one.
4: Oh, yeah. That, that I mean, the original Barbara is like, the worst. So uh, it, sure. it, it's, it's nice that they made such a positive change with that
1: character and made her, like, total badass. Yeah. And then you got our night riders. So you got the goods. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
3: I'm also gonna give it out to uh, give it up to my woman uh from Puppet Master, Leech Woman.
2: Oh. That's my girl.
3: Yeah. <laughs> hey! Oh, for all the collectors out there, Full Moon has their um, oh is the Valentine's, sale Valentine's
1: up? Day sale starting today at oh. noon. So you're behind. Oh.
3: 50 percent off? Are they doing 50 percent off?
1: Fifty, yeah. All replicas are 105 bucks. So go oh, over there, grab them.
3: Oh, I'm getting them. I gotta get. I think I'm gonna get Tunneler. Yeah, I, want and tunnel. Torch. I think I'm getting Tunneler and Torch this time, and maybe I'll splurge and get Jester too. I Jester's probably my least favorite out of them, but I think yeah, if you're going, probably, going collection he's, wise. He's probably like my least favorite as far as design for sure. But he's kind I of a little I have,
0: bitch.
3: Yeah, I got. Currently, I have Blade, Pinhead six shooter and leech woman so i think i think torch and tunneler is the way to go on this
1: they trip. just released two new two new ones too i don't know if you i saw that
3: yeah that's the the retro puppet masters right i think they yeah did. like the original
1: yeah, yeah. but yeah it today at noon and you get like a bunch of free shit if you order over a certain amount
3: well i will definitely be snagging a couple i'm excited i completely forgot about that sale so i'm excited you mentioned that
4: all right and the final question for tonight still from calum Uh, My second question is more obscure, but score and sound effects can make or break a horror movie. Can you think of a score or sound effect that was scarier than the actual movie? For me, it would be the chanting monk sounds from the Tomb of the Blind Dead series from the 1970s. The chanting is really unnerving and really creeps me out each time I hear it. Thank you for your time, squad, and stay warm during this bizarre winter.
1: Hmm. Yeah, those movies are, like, great visually... And with audio, but yeah, those movies are kind of shitty too. Right, that's a good good choice. Plus, they have one of the sequels called *Night of the Seagulls*, so that's kind of weird.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna go uh, the Blair Witch remake. I guess you could say the score. And I, I mean, what do do we call that—a remake or a sequel? I guess it's more of a sequel, yeah. right? Yeah. it's, it's more like a
4: reboot. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah like a... uh, that score I have on vinyl, and it's like pretty damn. Like scary, and it's way scarier than the movie. It, although I, I do have to revisit that movie. I, I don't know. Uh, I want to cover how it. How I would feel about it on a second watch? Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, I think uh, off the top of my head, some of John Carpenter's lesser-known films, like *Prince of Darkness*, which, you know, aren't great, not yeah. terrible, but the soundtracks are always fucking cool because he makes them.
3: Um. Yeah, so I'll go *Prince
1: of Darkness* on this one
3: yeah that one really let me down
1: the I just movie like
3: a couple, yeah i just watched it like two years like last year i think for the first time ever and i think that's one of his rare misses for me yeah,
1: yeah it's got some cool stuff in it but overall it's like yeah. Yeah. but that set i got yeah. was fucking cool i really like that
2: um for me i'm gonna go with get out that's like one of my favorite um scores
4: yeah um yeah sound design is super important Uh. You know, an example of great sound design to me is The Shining, Uh, the typewriter, the wheels of the tricycle. All that stuff really adds to the experience and makes the experience like it just amplifies the experience. So that's good sound design. Uh, I can't talk about it yet because it's under embargo. I'll talk about it in two weeks when I'm allowed to. But there's a movie I watched that is like the opposite. They they fucked up the sound design that Kind of really put a damper on that movie. And I'll talk about it in two weeks, but that's, it'll be an example of what I mean when sound design is important. As far as score, uh, interestingly enough, and it's Todd that pointed it out to me, um, last week when we did the Sixth Sense, we all, well, me, I talked about the score, and then Joe also talked about the score <laughs> being really good in the Sixth Sense. And it's true, it really makes that movie like special. Uh, but the trailer, which is what the trailer that I put into the episode um, had a different score. And it was a totally different fucking movie. And it's weird because it, and Todd said, this doesn't look like a movie I want to watch. And it's true. And that just shows how important the score can be to a film. Uh, it can completely change the tone of a movie. So yeah, those are two examples I thought. the trailer especially. was awful. It was awful. Uh, and actually, if you watch the trailer on, um, on YouTube and I'll put it in the discord, uh, there are a ton of scenes that aren't in the movie in there and not even on the DVD special features of deleted scenes. There's like, he gets into a car accident and all this stuff. And it's just, what the fuck is this film? <laughs> there's mm. a bunch of stuff. It's just weird. So
2: Who gets yep. into a car accident, Steve?
4: Uh, the, um, Bruce Willis' character gets hit by a car, um, oh. but it doesn't show the result of it. So I'm not sure what the point of that scene would have been. Um, mm. And then there's a whole subplot that they do go. And if you look at the deleted scenes, with an old man and stuff so yeah it's it's and a lot of it's in the trailer so it looks like a totally different movie
3: weird the i i I re-listened to our lady in white episode and that lady in white trailer like was very like like weird as well like from what i heard you know on the podcast that one like it didn't even sound like a horror movie it sounded almost like a child fantasy movie
4: which kind of goes back to what we were talking about that episode, right? Where right, didn't right. know what it was. Yeah. Now, uh, one of the things when I pick the trailer um, to put into the episode, I usually pick the shortest trailer because I don't want people to sit there for three minutes. Uh, and it's usually the first trailer that's shorter. So a lot of the times, the tone has changed from the time the first trailer came out to what the movie uh, eventually becomes. So that could be why. But it's interesting. And that's all the questions we had. So thank you very much to everyone.
3: Thanks everyone. Thank you.
2: Thank
1: you. Thank what you. Are we doing what? Watch? Are we doing news? What do you wanna do? Well, watch is good.
2: Well, watched.
1: All right. I'll lead her off here with a Tubi. Mountain Top Motel Massacre, 1983. Uh, currently has a collector's edition, uh, I believe, from Vinegar Syndrome, uh, which is a pretty cool. Little indie uh, Blu-ray developer. Um, but this one is uh, pretty strange, man. So a lot of people end up at this. Uh, well, let me backtrack. This lady that owns a motel murders her daughter. um, Then she gets released from the psych ward some years later. And she's back at the motel again. And then a bunch of people find their way there that night for various reasons. You got honeymooners, you got a record exec that picks up some hitchhikers saying, Hey, if you fuck me, I'll put you in my music stuff. Um, Meanwhile, the motel owner, the female that just got out of the uh, insane asylum, she has like an underground network where you still sneak into their rooms and she puts a rattlesnake in one guy's room, cockroaches in another, rats and so on and so on, and then goes in there with basically um, like a knife and just kills people. So you have some of the characters trying to figure out like what's going on, who's the killer is, blah, 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 until they figure out that it's old crazy, whatever her name is. Um, it's a solid like middle ground slasher, nothing special, but definitely not bad. Um, it definitely shows us age and I would highly recommend it for to be watched, not a $30 special edition Blu-ray purchase. So that's Mountaintop Motel Massacre. What
4: year did you say it was?
1: 83. All right,
2: nice, okay. Okay, I guess I'll go. (laughs) Um, So I was gonna talk about this one a few weeks ago, but I forgot and then Joe asked if I had watched it. Um, So I checked out The Vanish. This is from 2020. It's on Netflix, starring Thomas Jane and Hesh. Is that how we pronounce her last name, guys? And Hesh, yeah. Okay, Um, so the synopsis is um, when their daughter disappears during a family vacation, two terrified parents launch their own investigation that soon exposes local secrets. Um, This one kept my interest, but then there were a little bit of um, happenings that took place where I was like, okay, come on, this is kind of a little ridiculous. It has um, a few little Twist and turns. Um, Joe was asking if I liked it because he wanted to check it out. It's not one that I would rewatch with him. It's more definitely not a laundry movie, um, not a lifetime movie, but I feel like Joe might think it was a lifetime movie. And I don't know, check it out. I guess if you have Netflix, might as well. Um, I don't regret watching it. Just watch it. I liked it, but would I rewatch it again? No.
1: All right. I like your smile, Dan. <laughs>
4: <laughs> All right, I'll go next. Uh, my first one this week is uh, a 2021 film over on Shudder, and it's called A Nightmare Awakes. So this is a movie that's loosely based off Mary Shelley and how she came up with the Frankenstein novel. Um, So I expected kind of like, uh, you know, how she got inspired by Frankenstein and, you know, her process into writing the thing. And I, I expected kind of more of a biopic, I guess I would say, but this movie is not at all what I expected. Uh, yes, it is about her coming up with the novel, but it's almost all her issues with her boyfriend slash eventual husband. Um, Like at first, she, uh, he rapes her. Um, you know, during the night, she's like saying no, uh, even though it's her boyfriend, and he's still raping her because she's saying no. And I'm like, oh, that's awful. Is this the way this movie's gonna go? And all of a sudden, she's raping him, and then they're raping each other, and it's just like, what the fuck is going on? And there's oh. so much
1: mutual sex. raping. Yeah, Strange. there's so
4: much weird sex between the two of them that it, I'm like, what is this movie even about? And once in a while, they'd go into like Frankenstein, but it it was pretty few and far between uh the movie is also a period piece but doesn't have the budget for a period piece so it's obvious that it was more it, it looked more like people in costumes than it did like I felt like it was that period um I just did not like this film at all total fucking mess of the film I was disappointed because I was really looking for to, to see kind of story about Mary Shelley but this is not the one I was looking for so at Nightmare Wakes over on Shudder I'd say don't watch it
2: mm, interesting
1: my next one's also
2: 1980. Oh, I'm
3: sorry, Joseph. Go ahead, buddy.
2: Well, <laughs> oh, Joe, what'd you watch, Joe? Uh,
3: my first one is uh, a 2008 movie called Midnight Movie, uh, which I saw you watched as well, or I saw you rated on Letterboxd. So, I what did I, What did I
1: rate it? I don't remember. <laughs>
3: you gave it uh two stars on letterbox okay okay um but yeah midnight movie uh i checked it out on uh, amazon prime so if you have an amazon prime subscription you can check it out on there but uh, this one is about um a group of i guess teenagers 20 somethings i really don't know for sure but they go to a midnight screening of this movie at like an old movie theater Um, And basically, think of Last Action Hero, where the serial killer actually comes out of the screen and uh, starts killing people like in the audience and in the movie theater. Great idea. Not so great execution, though, unfortunately. Um, It's pretty low budget. The acting, most of the acting is not great. There's a couple of really good characters, actually. There's a biker character. That um I thought is like fantastic. He was definitely like one of my favorite characters in the movie and my favorite parts of the movie. Um the killer is all right. He's like pretty cool. Um, you know, it's like a total like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like ripoff, like this movie that he comes out of. So think of something sort of like that. Um, you know, if you're like super into slashers, this might be something you might want to check out. But if you don't, you're not gonna miss a whole hell of a lot here.
1: What's your letterbox rating there, bud?
3: I gave it two and a half. Okay.
1: All right, my next one is I'm gonna try this out for the first time. La casa con la scala nebbuoso. A blade in the dark, Italian film. That's my Italian for you. Uh, this one came out in 1983. It's currently streaming on Shudder as well as Amazon Prime. And I love Italian slash movies. There's just something about them. It's awesome. The women are always beautiful. The killer is always out there and just over the top. Um, and this one is about a composer who gets hired to uh, do the score for a horror film. So the director and the company, whatever, they set him up in a um, like a cottage or whatever, away from everybody so he can focus. And then people start dying around the cottage. And he's trying to figure out, is it, you know, my neighbor? Is it the director? Is it, you know, I have some fucking weird shit in my past, which all telling films seem to have something weird happening in everyone's past. I forgot to mention, it's the director, uh, Lamerdo Bava, who uh, of Demons fame. Um, there are some surprisingly brutal kills in this one. There's one where this uh, girl gets stabbed and while she's dying, she then gets a paper uh, plastic bag wrapped around her head and they make it pretty brutal looking where you see her panicking and things like that. And then another one where he chokes out this girl and then drags her lifeless corpse around by her neck with like a belt. It just like visually, it looks pretty gross. Um, a little bit too long, a little bit, they try to be a little bit too clever with it. But overall, I thought it was pretty cool. So A Blade in the Dark on Shudder and uh, Prime. My turn. Yep.
2: I don't know if Joe was going to talk about what we watched this weekend together.
3: Yeah, yeah, I I was. We could talk about it together.
2: Okay, I'm just going to do one, and then the next one I'm going to do two. Sure. Okay, so I don't even know what, Joe, what were we watching that made me want to watch what I'm about to talk about? Do you remember? I, I don't. Okay, there was some horror movie that we were watching. And I was like, maybe it was Lady in White, actually. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So I was like, I want to rewatch 2017's It. And Joe was like, yeah, let's watch it. Because um, it had been a while or whatever, and we both really liked it. And we just kind of wanted to see like if we still enjoy it, blah, blah, blah. So anyways, we revisited It. Um, chapter one. And that movie is just so fucking good. It's like such a good time. I love it so much. All of the actors, like the kid actors are amazing. Um, I don't know. I just really liked it. <laughs>
1: I've That's had the itch amazing, to watch though. that one again too.
2: Yeah. yeah. You I've, been it. I've been it's craving so it. It's so good. It's just like, I don't know. It just, it makes me happy watching it. I don't know what that says about me. I think it's because I don't have a lot of friends and so i like i feel like i'm part of the losers club and i just really like it it's so endearing just the whole story and i really i had so many questions that i kept asking joe that i was like i need to ask steve these questions and i wish that i had written them down um because you've read the book right steve
4: So did todd, steve I
2: think. it book
4: yeah i did and so did todd right
2: yep. todd did too okay mm-hmm. um I can't think of any of the questions that I wanted to know about right now. Um, but I just had so many questions and I was like, I really need to check out the book or at least ask you guys. Um, Joe, what did you think re-watching the first one? Um,
3: well, I think we you wanted to ask him about the child orgy thing uh, in the book. We'll which take I it, off. we'll take I it guess? offline. You- <laughs> <laughs> what? We'll take it's-
4: it
1: offline. <laughs> okay. Just a BPG though. It's not as graphic as everyone says it is it's
4: more jarring because yeah. you don't you yeah. don't expect it. if you don't know it's coming you don't expect it it's weird yeah yeah
2: okay but can you just tell me like who started the ball with that
1: but um feel free to jump in steve but they're all lost in the sewer after they mm-hmm. defeat pennywise it's
2: uh, after they kill him like it's I, done and over with yes like in the well okay. in the first
3: like part of it right when they're still kids
1: yeah when they're they're kids. Kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah yeah um and then they can't get out so it's also it's it's kind of really weird not because of that that's weird obviously but it doesn't really fit at all anyway but anyway they're all lost under there and they're all panicking so Bev decides decides to bang them all to recenter them um so they can focus right Steve is that pretty much it yeah pretty much
2: okay yeah, it's, I it's, hate that. doesn't make a lot of like, sense
3: no
2: okay but is Stephen King a pedophile like what's going on why is no yeah, one did he, did he get like a lot of flack this? for that when oh,
3: that we book got came a ton but... of flack
1: for it
2: yeah and what did he say it. i don't
1: see if do i mean, it's not I, like i've he never, had
3: sex I've never heard him,
1: brought him out and bring it
3: up i feel like he would like get canceled now or something if he wrote
4: something i, I, like I don't that. even, even want to look at it
2: yeah but um okay
1: if you read like any of king's books he has a lot of this stuff in his books a lot of things focusing on children or like molestation stuff like that. Did so we get
2: molested? Do we have... I don't know.
1: If if you I mean if I had okay, to guess I, I would say it's kind of because... a sign maybe,
2: but who yeah. knows. Just because I was really like enthralled with just everyone's like story and then I kind of wanted to know more about each kid. And so I was just like, I don't know. Anyways, but yeah, check yeah. it out. If I think book. you guys I I feel like it's
3: going to be too long for me to read. Like I just It I'm is a not, long one. Yeah. We, can do, I read audio, myself we can do audiobooks, though, so, Sam. You can listen to like a, listen true. to it while you're working. Well, that'd be like
1: 60 yeah. hours of tape, though. Yeah. But
2: Yeah.
1: It's a long one for sure, and I honestly think the book is the weakest out of the three adaptations in my opinion. Interesting. With the remake being the best one.
3: Yeah, I uh yeah, I I this movie actually I think it gets better like, the more times I've watched it and mm-hmm. this time, like, it just, like, really, it just, like, is really good, like, it's a fantastic it's so good. movie, the chemistry of the kids holds up, like, it's just amazing, I mean, they, the kids, like, definitely make this movie what it yeah. is, for sure, and obviously, Scarzgar's performance, he's, he's great in it, the only problem, like, the only negative I have with this movie is the CGI, which still is just, like, for a movie that came out just a couple years ago, like, it looks like, at times, like, early, like, to mid-2000s CGI, like, some of it, like, they could have did better there, uh, which, I, I don't know, like, and it's, like, his movies, Muschietti's movies in general, like, the CGI in it is never good, like, I feel like, because he did Mod, is it Mama 2, I believe? Mm-hmm. Yeah, which, the CGI in that wasn't great, either, so, like, I don't know if it's, like, a, a his choice to, like, kind of make it look a little more, like, fantastical, than realistic, but uh, I mean that's really the only nitpick I have with this movie. Other than that, it's it's fantastic, and I, I, it's definitely. I actually think I I've always said I love the the curry version, and I liked it better on a first watch. But after rewatching it like this many times, I think I definitely prefer uh, this uh, version over that original now.
4: Yeah, I agree with that. I like Curry's Pennywise better, but I like the movie better in the remake. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Um, All right. So my next one is from 2003. I watched it over on Tubi. Uh, Tales from the Grave. So this is an anthology film. Uh, It's got three stories. The first one is people making a horror movie open a portal that brings out real demons. Second one's a reality show of five supermodels staying the night at a, in a haunted house. And the third one's a witch that terrorizes a group of guys. Um, this movie, I don't remember what compelled me to watch it. I think I just like anthologies, really. And I, I was just scrolling Tubi and I figured it was something easy to watch, especially like some when I'm like working and stuff, because it's shorter attention span, because I can watch just like one part and do something else. Uh, this felt like it was on sci-fi, which to me is not a good thing. Uh, like on a Saturday afternoon, not even like sci-fi at Friday night, you know? Um, all of the stories are kind of weak. Uh, I guess if I had to say one that was good would be the first one. It was a little bit better than the other ones, but I didn't like any of the three. So if you're looking for an anthology or anything, really, I would completely pass on this one. So that's uh, Tales from the Grave on B. Sounds cool, though.
2: It does sound cool. That's too bad. Yeah. You know, it's,
4: it's, it's, just, it's just too like it's just awful you want to go sam or do you want me to go um is it
2: my turn already i just went
1: i think it's
3: Potter's turn all
1: right my last one here is 1989's grandmother's house um this one is only available on blu-ray unless you want to pirate it and it's from vinegar syndrome the guys i mentioned that have a really cool um store and it is about two orphan kids. Their father just passed away. So they get shipped off to grandma and grandpa who live on like a uh, big old farm out in California. And obviously when they get there, things are not right. Grandparents are kind of creepy, um, sort of like The Visit. And I, you know, once I watched this, I'm like, I wonder if M. Night Shyamalan watched this movie. He probably did since he's a big you know, movie fan, but it's got a lot of similarities um so naturally like they start seeing some creepy shit. grandparents act act a little awkward they start seeing a girl a younger girl that's just like out on the property just walking around is it a ghost is it a creepy person who knows um lo and behold though they see grandpa and grandma carrying a body around and that's when shit gets down uh, starts happening the uh the boy witnesses what he thinks is a murder but he can't do anything because there's a party going on and the grandfather's like can't kill him even though he wants to because he's got a bunch of house guests over and it's a big cat mouse game Are grandparents creepy are they actual nice and they're protecting them what's going on a uh, really good thriller I liked it a lot and I think it needs more love so if you can find it online for cheap or you want to pull the trigger on the vinegar syndrome I highly recommend it
3: uh speaking of M. Night Shyamalan uh <laughs> I saw a ra- randomly like out of nowhere it's so random like I feel like whenever we cover episodes like, I start to see, like, stuff online about it. Like, after we did, like, brain damage, I saw people talking about brain damage and, like, just, like, so random. I don't know, like, how, why that happens or whatever. But then someone, like, out of nowhere posted an article about how M. Night Shyamalan, like, rips off old Are You Afraid of the Dark episodes. So, like, oh, I clicked shit. on it. And it's, like, how Sixth Sense totally ripped off um the Are You Afraid of the Dark prom queen episode where like she was dead the whole time. I don't know if you guys remember that episode, but I'll have to, I'll link the article uh, in the Discord in the Discord, but I thought it was like pretty funny and like interesting. <laughs> that like I, and like there's like a ton of art like I googled it. There's like a ton of articles about it. Like people are like upset about it.
2: <laughs> well, I was going to say when Steve um, talked about or wait, Todd talked about how he didn't know if he watched this movie. I was like, "Well, isn't he known for allegedly for like stealing some ideas or i don't know
3: right and now people are saying he stole the idea for old as well um for like from like something or the other i saw people talking about that as well so
2: mm. <laughs> not but, good am okay. like not good <laughs> come the on old, buddy old,
3: old looks cool though like i'm very yeah i was like we those. didn't talk about that yeah what's gonna happen with that so if you saw it on the super bowl the trailer came out for that and uh yeah probably something we'll end up covering sammy i think it's your turn
2: um okay so the next movie that i would like to rant about um is it chapter (sighs) (laughs) chapter two okay so i remember when okay i was really looking forward to this when it came out yada 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 I was like, oh, it's so good, blah, 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 It's still really good. And I really like it because it's a lot more like gruesome and like fucked up with all the killings and stuff like that. Um, it's scarier, Penny is scarier. Although I think he's adorable, but um, I did not like, and it's okay. So I wanted to watch this because I was like, Joe, I've only seen it once. Have you seen it more than once? And he's like, no, I only saw it the one time. I was like, okay, well, we need to revisit it. And I hate the adult actors that they went with. I'm just saying they could have totally picked better actors. Just saying, guys, the only actor I liked for the adult kids is the guy who played Ben, the guy who played Mike, and eddie i feel like they could have chosen a better beverly like they only chose jessica because she fucking has red hair she was not a great actress in it um anyways okay so my pick about it besides all of that is the flashbacks that they do with the kids on part two they are more aggressive than they were in the first one like they make Eddie a fucking little douchebag when he was just a sweet little kid afraid of germs. Like they make him cuss all the time. They make him just a little dick, kind of like how Richie is. Um, I don't know. They just make them more aggressive, which is really weird to me. Um, But comparing the two, I really liked part one better than two. Um, I thought I would like two better just because it's more of a doll and I'm like, Oh, I'm an adult too but anyways um Joe what did you think about it revisiting it
3: yeah so I was pretty I was pretty excited to revisit this one because I remember on the first watch like I was I like loved it and I was like wow this was I thought it was great I mean when we saw it mm-hmm. in theaters and stuff like that and I remember like I rated it pretty highly yeah when we uh did the episode on it and I gotta say my my uh thoughts on this changed a lot based on a second watch like this movie like took a a damn near nosedive for me uh on a second watch i had way more problems with it this time around uh and i don't know why i you know maybe i was just in a different mindset this time around and i was just looking at it more critically um but i didn't like a lot of this movie i thought and maybe it's because we watched chapter one and chapter two back to back I mean, that definitely could have been, like, a huge factor.
2: We did that last, when it came out. We watched the first one right before we watched right before it. before we
3: went to the theater to see it, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I thought maybe it was, like, the day before, though. I didn't know if it was, like, immediately Oh, you mean, before, like, within you know?
2: seconds. Yeah, okay. yeah, like, within,
3: like, seconds. Um, and uh, the chemistry with the adult actors is just not there. Like, it's just, like, not there at all. Like, I did not buy Ben and uh, Beverly, like, getting together, like, There's just, there was like no chemistry between any of them. Um, the, I was, uh, all right. The question for you guys about the book, I guess, was the, uh, Richie being gay thing. Like, was that put in the book? No uh so the the richie thing they just kind of threw that in there um which like i i don't know why or why it was necessary it just seemed really weird and then like t- the whole movie tonally is just so all over the place there's like so many like oddly comedic moments like that just worked i guess in the first movie a little better it's um, kids i think that's why. yeah because they're kids but yeah. as adults like there's just, like, so much weird comedic shit, like, and the, the biggest thing, and I, I remember this being, like, one of my big problems in the first movie, too, like, when Ed, there's, like, there's a scene where, like, Eddie gets thrown up on by, like, the demon thing, and they just play, like, this, like, fucking yeah. song, like, that makes, like, no sense for it to be there, and, like, there's just, like, weird comedic stuff throughout this movie. The CGI, once again, is bad. um, the, Yeah, this, like, you know, I went from this being like almost like an eight and a half, nine to dropping down to like a seven, you know, and that it's still like an okay enough movie, entertaining enough. But I mean, it, it and seven might even being like maybe a little too generous with it. But uh, yeah, I have a lot more negative views on it on a second watch.
2: Yeah. Um, I was going to say like sometime we should re um review something like I was like oh it would have been a good one I feel like but um did you guys address the Richie situation
1: mm-hmm. yeah he's uh wasn't gay in the book it was actually Patrick Hawksetter Hots- and Henry that did some gay stuff in the book yes
2: and that's another thing too okay and by the way with me talking about how I don't like the actors that they chose for the adult version is them choosing um what's his name for bill yes he was awful (laughs) just awful as my little old billy okay um but and another thing was too is i had a question with um hawk setter and what's the other kid's name henry henry i was like because i think joe looked it up and said that hawk setter killed his baby sister when he was a kid and I'm like I feel like he's mm-hmm. way worse than Henry like why is Henry the I don't know I just thought that was kind of
1: yeah in the um book he smothers his like infant sister in the crib it's pretty gru- and gruesome Patrick does
4: yeah they're, yeah. they're, they're then, really bad characters in the book yeah. like way worse than they show in the movie yeah
2: and then like he offers even Henry? a blowjob why
1: Uh, that's the thing with King, like he puts in a lot
4: of rant. They
2: were probably like sexually abused by their parents, maybe. I don't
3: know.
2: Okay, that's I guess that's my end of the rant, right?
3: And the movie is way too long, like, uh, like, way way too too long. long. Yeah, part two is way too long, it's like almost three hours, and it's just okay. You're right, it
2: is too long. Um, and also, I don't know if Joe covered this when I had to cut out, but um. So when they defeat Pennywise in the first one, he kind of just shatters away and you never know. Like I totally would have been fine if he if they would have destroyed him the same way and he went away special effects wise, like he did in the first one, repeat it. I don't fucking give a damn. But the way that they destroyed him and he turns into a little baby fetus puddle i was, <laughs> it was like funny though. <laughs> it was funny but i was like they could have done this differently like it just i didn't like that i get what they were trying to do with making him small but i feel like they could have they could have even made him invisible more and more and more but still big or something they didn't need to turn him into a little old diarrhea turd in the corner of the room but that's just those are these are yeah. my thoughts what do i yeah. know <laughs> the the best
3: part of the movie is probably the opening scene uh you know where they uh the, where that they is amazing. it's so brutal yeah, they, it like makes brutal yeah
2: stomach hurt
3: that's in the yeah. book it's
2: sad
1: yeah that's in the first part of the book um i agree though. i didn't like it when it came out and i don't think i would like it again when i watched it
2: the second one Todd or the first two? No,
1: first one I think is badass, but second one I didn't like when it's it came so out good. Either.
2: Yeah. But although Joe and I did cry at the end of part two. <laughs> well, with we were, uh what we happened in the end of
1: part two that was said? He dies. He dies. Oh. Um anyways? No. Eddie. Eddie, that's right. Oh, that's right. And, they do follow the book in this one.
2: Yeah, and they're just yeah. like going on their back to their adult life and stuff like that, but
1: uh, if I remember correctly, Eddie's gay in the book, right, Steve?
4: I believe so. Yeah, which is yeah, yeah. which was, what they play was, in this as well. He was
3: gay in the first movie in the TV adaptation too. Like it was never like said right out in the open, but like you could tell he was like gay. Like it was kind of hinted at.
4: Yeah, and I mean, if you listen to that episode, which is episode ninety, um, it, we, we we shit on the movie a lot during the episode, <laughs> and then we give it good scores.
3: <laughs> yeah, right. <at> the
4: end. <laughs> but we on spend the whole two? episode like yeah we spend the whole episode yeah. essentially
1: shitting on it Joe we still has it yeah. as a seven though that's a pretty damn good score
3: I yeah can't remember. yeah yeah i'm at like a six and a half seven like it's still like entertaining enough there's just like it's just frustrating because it could have been like such a great movie but they just like made so many like weird choices like and i that's like I mean, a big drop off me too um... like this movie was, yeah, like I I think I rated it like an, I had it at four and a half stars on Letterboxd and I dropped down to three. So,
4: damn. Um, and also, fun fact that was our first episode as the Horror Squad.
3: Nice. Oh, that's right. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. And probably the worst review we've done. So,
3: probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because, because we
4: tried it in different format and it just we fucking did. didn't work at all. Yeah. No, it was, it was,
2: Wait, well, I, th- I thought I liked that where we like broke it down by.
4: Yeah, but the thing is, you want to talk about something, but you keep holding back because you're not right. there yet, and it just yeah. completely killed the flow of the review. Yeah, because it worked for TV when we did Stranger Things, but it just okay. doesn't. It just yeah. doesn't work for a movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, um, my last one tonight, and shout out to Weezerface because she talks about this movie a lot. So when I saw it pop up on Shudder this week, I'm like, oh, I have to revisit this. It's been a long time, and that's 1988's Vampires Kiss. So this is a story starring Nicolas Cage. Uh, He has an encounter with a bat while he's having sex. And then he thinks that uh, he might be like horny because of the bat. So he spends the rest of the movie thinking he's becoming a vampire. Uh, (laughs) What can I say about this movie? This movie would be terrible with anyone else in, in the title role except Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage is fucking crazy in this film a lot of the memes you've seen of Nicolas Cage come from this film uh the weird like crazy like eye face that he does the point comes from that this film Nicolas Cage is fucking amazing in this role it just he he makes the movie so much fun it's a little slow to start but once it gets going it is just insane and i cannot recommend this movie enough if you can get past the first half hour you are in for a fucking wild ride. Uh, I was watching it with my wife and she's more critical about horror movies than I am. And she was just not into it. But once it got going, she she like put her phone down, which is rare, uh, mind you. She put her phone down and she was just enthralled at how crazy Nicolas Cage was. So you need to do yourself a favor if you haven't seen this. Vampire's Kiss over on Shudder. Fantastic. All right, everyone went.
3: I think so.
4: Awesome, so
3: now we're going to hear a Uh word from our sponsor. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds coffee, coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little (laughs) deadly.
0: Front
1: door. Oh, they're so disgusting. Trivia time? Do it. Yeah. Get out them questions, boys and gals. Because it's it. trivia time. The scores are as follows. Me, the reigning two-time champ with a solid ten points in last place. Steve pulling up with a thirteen. Sam fourteen. And Joe in the lead with a solid one five fifteen score. Yeah. This is a life or death situation here. The loser is beaten by the three winners. So I got to pull it together here. All
3: right. All right. All right. I'll, I'll start us off. Do it. Okay. All right. First question given by Kayla. Oh. Our uh, loyal listener, Kayla, sent this one to me. So in the invitation, we've all seen it, yep. I believe. Okay. What is the name of... The deceased son of Eden and Will. What and is what? The name of the deceased son of Eden and Will in the t- in the invitation.
4: Christ, I don't
3: remember that. Um. I'm gonna go so with. I, uh, and I told uh, her I was like, none of them are gonna get this. One. I'm
4: gonna go with John, but it's a total <laughs> shot in the wind because I have no fucking idea.
3: Uh, All right, Kyle, throwing it out there. Okay, Chase. The correct answer.
1: Tie. Uh, yeah. oh, I thought we had a three-way tie. I was like, "How's that possible?" <laughs> right. tie. tie. Okay, that's a name I haven't heard in a long time.
3: Yeah. Damn, good movie. Great movie. That's actually one I'd love to revisit because I think I've only yeah. seen it for one time. So. Yeah. And I, I really know it another one. Good. Another one I really want to revisit is uh the Ritual.
1: Mm, oh, that's, I that's a good one. Love the Ritual, man. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking love it. Uh, I'll go next. Cause so I have one from Kayla as well um so 28 days later related so in 28 days later what's the maximum time it takes to succumb to the virus so you get the virus in you how long does it take maximum to turn into a zombie
4: 48 hours
1: okay we got 48 three hours we got one three week yeah we one week everyone is incorrect it is 20 seconds wow oh, is it that quick? Pretty, That's well, awful. Pretty instant, yeah. Remember when the scene where the dad kicks like a pole and the blood drops in his eye?
4: Yeah, oh, right. Yeah, and, and it's it like if, pretty
1: much instantly. Right. Yeah. If
4: one drop does it, then I guess.
1: <laughs> Which is yeah. pretty unfair. Right.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, but but he, he, he has blood all over him, but that doesn't yeah. apparently do anything.
1: <laughs> like whenever they're Walking Dead, I'm like, how are they not poisoned? Because Daryl's putting like arrows into his mouth that he just shot through his <laughs> zombies' head. Right. And, like... <laughs> but yeah, 20 seconds, pretty quick. All right. Yeah.
4: All right, I'll go next because my first question is also from Kayla. Oh, so all thank right. you very much. Actually, all my questions are from listeners. Oh, wow. Super, super appreciate it. Um, so the first one from Kayla, the brain of the monster in 1931's Frankenstein is obtained from where?
3: The morgue. Wrong. Uh, they dig it up.
4: Wrong.
2: What else is there?
1: The answer. <laughs> Can I have another guess after Sam goes? Yes.
4: Can you
2: read it again, Steve?
1: Sure. Um the brain of the monster in
4: 1931's Frankenstein is obtained from where?
2: an ambulance.
4: Wrong. Todd, you want one more guess?
1: Um yeah. I'm going to go with a with a lab.
4: It's too generic. It's like a science
1: yeah, it's, a... it's like a uh, autopsy lab, isn't it? Or something like that. Science a lab. Borg. I said more. Uh, <laughs> well,
4: Steve,
1: I know you want to get right. it to me. come on! But I'll, I'm in the rear here.
4: I'll, I'll give it to you. Uh, uh, it's, ac- it's it's actually yeah. a university, but it's I guess technically from yeah. my memory in a lab. So I'll I'll, I'll give I it to guess. you.
2: Come on. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm being fair. Are you
4: though? Yeah, but I'll, I'll let Kay- if Kayla just tells me that it it wasn't then I'm gonna right. have a look at So Kayla, Kayla. please uh, send a message on the Discord on whether or not he should get the point.
1: Kayla, did I mention how nice you look today? <laughs> <laughs> All, <laughs> right, All right, Sammy. Sammy.
2: All righty. Well unfortunately I didn't get any trivia questions submitted by the listeners. Um, <laughs> Just kidding, I did. Oh. Thank you guys. And my first question also comes from Miss Kayla. So Who's shout out very, to
1: very nice that. today.
2: <laughs> all righty doing the job that we should be doing um okay you guys ready mm-hmm. the town that dreaded sundown was oh. based on true crimes of what serial killer
3: um the phantom we covered, in this, episode. We, we covered this movie too uh, the phantom Texarkana. The text Taylor
2: killer. probably messaged you that and said she was going to submit that one. Oh,
1: I've been to Texarkana. I told you guys that.
2: Oh, yeah, you yep. did. Okay. Yeah. Todd gets a point.
3: Yay.
1: Never found him either.
3: I can't remember if I said I liked the remake or the original better. I think you said the remake. I
2: love the remake.
3: Remake's dope.
2: Yep.
3: I remember them both being pretty good.
1: Yeah. First one's definitely low budget.
3: Yeah, but um remake I fucking love. All right. My turn. Yep. Yep. All right. I'm going to give you some movie title, movie titles from other countries and you have to guess what movie it is. Ooh. The American title of the movie. Okay. So in no Spanish- French, no yeah, French, it's French. French. Please. <laughs> in Spanish speaking countries, this movie is known as Blood Anniversary. And in Portugal, oh. it's known as Blood Carnival and the Romantic Killer. What movie wow. is it? Suspiria? Incorrect. Blood Carnival and the
1: Romantic oh. Killer.
4: I know what it is. I'll, I'll wait till other people answer.
1: He knows what it is, huh? I, th- I don't Carnival. know what it is. I think I know what it is. Blood Carnival. Uh, is it The Fun House?
3: Incorrect. Sam, I will give Back. you... I'll give you a guess, and then we. I'll give it back to Steve.
2: Okay. Oh, I thought you were going to give me a
3: hint. <laughs> I know. I thought you were giving her a hint. I were... <laughs> no, no, no.
2: Um, it's not Warm Bodies, is it?
3: Incorrect. No. Wow.
4: Steve. Is it Interview with the Vampire?
3: It is not.
1: Oh. Can
4: you,
3: give us a, can you give us a hint, Joe? Um, I mean, I could, but I feel like it'll give all it away. All right, a, all right. What's the give answer? Give it away. I'll, I'll say it's from the 80s. Bloody Vampire. No. And think, of, and think of tonight's theme. Bloody Valentine. Correct. Sam. Really? My, my Bloody Valentine. Wow.
1: Good job, Sam. Yes. Doesn't make any sense.
4: I but, was yeah.
2: going to guess that in the beginning, but I was like, I feel like that's too obvious.
3: Yeah.
2: Because the romantic killer, come on.
4: Was this your, a your own carnival? question, uh, Joe?
3: This was, yeah, I, yeah, I found it on, I found it on uh, IMDb. Yeah. I like it.
2: Thank he you. says, you get a point for such a great
3: question.
1: <laughs> no, he's right. He doesn't get no
4: points.
2: <laughs> oh, my
1: turn? All right. No. Okay, in the sixth sense, the ghost in the closet that assaults Cole at the party, mm-hmm. what does he want to tell the master?
2: That he didn't do it. He's innocent.
1: Oh, no, you got it correct. All right. You got it correct. That guy's a prick, that ghost. Yeah, the worst. <laughs> Leave he's him awesome. alone, yeah, man. Scary. He doesn't... Cole's not doing anything to your dumb
0: ass. Doing horses and
1: shit.
4: Alright, so the next question comes from Weezerface. So thank you, oh. Weezerface, for the question. Blue? Halloween, a movie about a killer stalking babysitters, came out in spooky season of 1978. What babysitter slasher came out the following year and was then remade in 2006? Um, a Stranger um, Calls.
2: Yes. Damn it, it, Todd.
4: <laughs> That's it. Yes. <laughs> I gave you the that vampire kiss points.
2: <laughs> let me tell you, that movie is frightening. The original. It is. It, it is. It like I I have not been able to watch it in my adulthood because it like traumatized me as a fucking kid. I really yeah, want to watch it, but I'm so scared. And I remember it there what's the song that they play? Um it's terrifying anyway. Can I
1: make a, a suggestion that I think you really like? is when a stranger calls back the sequel mm. it is fucking great and you would love it i think
2: wait the one with camille what's her name in it Camilla?
3: camille um,
2: wait, that's from the 2000s
3: no that's oh, the sequel to the original yeah, yeah a sequel to the original
2: oh, was there a sequel to the original
1: when, yeah let me look it up on letterboxd maybe that's hey.
2: the one i'm talking about then when did that one come out
1: i'm gonna look it up stranger
2: I'm talking about the one wherever the scene is 93. Is. It might be that one, Todd. It's the one where she's in the fucking hospital, yes. bandaged up Maybe on he the beats f- her. Yes. Oh yep. my God, Todd, please yep. stop, Todd. I'm going to cry. Like, <laughs> oh. I can't. And he, Dude. like, he fucking pounds her like this. And it's just oh. it's horrifying.
1: It's a really good effect. I don't know how they did that stunt either. Because he was like, my face is
2: getting red and I'm getting hot because I'm really <laughs> scared. Yeah, At least it's the sequel then.
1: Okay, oh, when a stranger God. calls back, 1993, available oh, on Prime. Jesus. I highly recommend it for a great movie. Oh. Oh.
2: Okay, now I'm scared. Okay. All right, Sam. Let's see. So my next trivia question comes from shout out to Weezerface. I actually saw the message this time, so thank you for sending me the trivia. <laughs> All righty. In 1985's Fright Night, what is the name of the late night horror TV show hosted by vampire killer Peter Vincent? Fright Night. Is it? Good job, Todd. Yeah. There you go. <laughs>
1: Tried to trick us. You trickster, user yep. face, you trickster. <laughs> I
2: love she was like, movie. you can laugh at the boys, it's a trick question, and then uh-huh. Todd fucking answers. Laugh <laughs> at <laughs> you. Ah. <laughs> I know, LOL, back at you.
1: <laughs> Fright Night. Man, I love that movie.
4: Mm. All right, Joe.
3: All right. Last one. What famous Lucio Fulci movie is referenced in Zombies? Correct. Yeah, good one. Good job.
4: I had that in my uh, chamber. I knew that was going to be asked. (laughs) When when I saw it, I'm like, someone's asking that.
1: (laughs) For two points, bonus question before I do my actual real one. For two points, what is the Blu ray company that they show on that Blu ray that they show? If that makes sense oh
3: yeah, yeah uh i would arrow incorrect
4: christ um uh, let's they go have with like fucking, romero <laughs>
1: like yeah, a they, it's a it's a real one that's really yeah they have a a great which i have it's like a three desk 4k release of zombies so good um the answer is blue underground so anyone that's collecting wants that movie blue underground has maniac and uh zombie both in
3: 4k which are fucking cool Sam's never seen Zombie. I want to show it to her. Oh, man. I love it. Yeah, I love that movie. All right.
1: Um, My turn? Yep. All right. Last one of the night. Joe, you still got the zero up. I know. around. All right. Captain Amazing 1985 supplied this question. Thank you, sir. All right. What character supplied Jason's iconic hockey mask? And in what film?
3: It was part three. three.
1: Yeah, I know it's three, but
3: um what's the character's name y'all i can't remember the character's name though it was that dude what's the <laughs> what what character
1: in friday the 13th part three since we got that part right um yeah, gave jason his mask keith no steve you kind of had it almost when you were messing around there
4: yeah i don't i just don't remember
1: no, no. um all right everyone give up yep It's a a female name, but it's a male character. I'll give you a hint. Mm -hmm. Renee. No.
2: Heather.
1: No. No. I just
4: don't remember.
2: Jennifer.
1: No. Shelly.
2: Ellie.
1: Ellie, little nerd, Shelly. He's also a lawyer now, by the way.
2: All right, Shelly.
1: Yeah, entertainment lawyer. Cool.
4: All right. Uh, My last question comes to us from Mandy. So thank you very much for the question, Mandy. Uh, she says, and I didn't know this one by the <laughs> FYI, My Boyfriend's Back was the film debut of which star from TV's Lost?
1: Um, mm. Matthew Fox? That's correct. Mm, yes. Nice. Uh,
4: that was his film debut, apparently. I haven't seen oh, this since fucking yes. early 90s.
3: I haven't seen that movie forever, but I remember loving it. My boyfriend's
1: back and you're gonna be hmm. sorry. No? No one wants to take over? Okay. <laughs> Be quiet. Anna, Anna, I'm That's good. <laughs> Thanks. Sam, I knew you had range.
2: <laughs> All righty. Making this one off up off the <laughs> top of my head. Surprising. In the movie Warm Bodies, mm. what is the first thing that Julie drinks after being captured by R?
3: um oh a beer no ah. wait what does she drink or eat like well, she drink. said drink <laughs> uh juice?
2: Beer? I got it
3: oh I was, but
2: if you can say the brand you get another point a Corona
3: wait she drinks a beer she drinks a corona know. dude I I forget that part
2: it's like oh it's been Oof. so long since I've had a beer
3: <laughs> oh, all right
1: I'm back baby seven points for the evening Jesus Christ <laughs> Ooh.
4: That, that might it? be a, that might be a record.
1: <laughs> well, maybe six because if she decides oh, right, that I was right. worthy of the lab, right? Which <laughs> her Instagram's on point. Just letting you know today. Just you know, I was looking at it. Good stuff. Uh, is that it? Yep. Yeah. yeah. All right. Bonus question. It chapter two related. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> In the first scene of the carnival. Name one of the uh gay characters that gets killed in the beginning. His name is screamed constantly throughout that scene. Oh, yeah, they just watched it. <laughs> I know.
3: <laughs> I, I don't even remember, Adrian. even though we just
1: watched it. What was that, Sam?
3: Adrian.
1: Adrian is correct. Oh. All right, cool. So the t- tallies are myself, seven, Sam, three, Joe with the goose egg tonight, Steve with the solid one, brings the rankings to myself, Oh, tied with first place is Samantha with 17 each. Wow.
2: Joe, we're tied, Todd?
1: We're tied, 17 apiece. Oh. Maybe 16 for me, though. We'll see. Uh, Joe with 15 and Stephen with four.
4: 14. Yeah, right. 14, not 4.
1: Anyone's game. Anyone's <laughs> so so, game, so. J-
4: just to recap, if she doesn't give you the points, Sam is first His place, first, right?
1: Yep. So yes. I'm just saying. Yep, yep, yep. She, <laughs> she captured Kayla. If she takes it away from me, then no we, we will fine. be 14, 15, 16, 17 in a row. So, Kayla, but let me just remind you that you're looking very nice tonight. And we, no one, Kayla, and no let said me that. just
2: remind you, well, you look know. nice every day.
1: Why you gotta one-up me? <laughs> <laughs> All right, that concludes trivia. Please send in your questions because it makes it easier. And yeah. I enjoy it.
2: We're sending the questions in, guys. We appreciate it.
1: I also got some for our other podcast later from listeners. So that's nice too. Oh. You guys ready to talk about warm bodies? Better. Hell, Hell yes.
4: yes. Corpses do not think. They do not bleed.
0: They are incapable
4: of remorse. Nice watch. I don't want to be this way. I'm lonely. I'm lost. Wait. I'm literally lost. I've never been in this part of the airport before.
2: I want to spend my life with a girl like you. Say something human. Nailed it. Dad, he saved my life. I don't understand, but he's changing and he's learning to be human again.
1: Don't be creepy. Don't be creepy. Oh, man
4: we are their food source they are not
3: becoming vegan Keep you say warm bodies be dead it's
1: too much
2: does everyone know that steve's been wanting us to review this movie for the past year i think forever
3: since <laughs> I, mean, I came on, on the podcast the, if you listen to the podcast i, I think they would know that yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> maybe we have a new listener maybe they don't know joe did, yeah, someone
3: I mean, on Twitter wrote. on Twitter
2: that said why.
1: Yeah, why? Exactly. <laughs> they weren't happy. <laughs> well, I'll do the synopsis and uh, Steve can dive into it then.
0: Good.
1: Okay, 2013, warm bodies. Uh, tagline here is cold body, warm heart. Um, after a zombie becomes involved with the girlfriend of one of his victims, their romance sets in motion a sequence of events that might transform the entire lifeless world. Steven, go.
4: Um, yeah, so I've been recommending this movie forever, uh, really for no reason. I didn't, you know, in particular, it's not like one of my favorites or anything. It's more because um, it's, it's filmed in my hometown and I recognize pretty much every single location in it because they're very obvious locations. And I've been to each one of those locations uh, in person. So it was kind of cool just for that. And yeah, um, so I, I hadn't watched it in a good uh, five, six years. And I, to be honest, I was going in thinking, everyone's going to fucking hate this. <laughs> and people are going to kind of make fun of me for picking this. But I, I personally had a good time with it. There's just a charm that this movie has that I can't quite explain. Uh, I like the characters in it. I think it has more heart than people give it credit for. I think the problem with it for most people is it's not quite a like romantic comedy. It's not quite a horror So it's kind of stuck in the middle somewhere and both sides hate it for that reason. But I think if you can get past your like stereotypes of what films should be, I think it's an enjoyable watch. Um, I love Rob Caudry as the other, uh, is it Caudry? Yeah. Caudry as the the friend. Uh, I like the main characters. I like the love story that they're telling. Uh, There are issues with it. I think the CGI is, you know, questionable um and I also think that some of the rules they establish and make a point to establish at the beginning of the film kind of get broken pretty quickly and it kind of varies from scene to scene but overall I had a good time with it I just I just a fun it's just a good like sit down and enjoy movie and I think it's actually a perfect valentine's day horror film so yeah I, I liked it
1: all right so at the beginning of the movie uh John Malkovich is like the leader of the last human settlement that's walled off from everybody his daughter and her boyfriend, Dave Frank, played by Dan Franco, they go on like a raiding mission to a hospital get some medicines. Then our lead zombie, I forget the actor's name. Um, who's that lead actor? The, the, the actor, it's a Nicholas Holt. Nicholas Holt. There you go. Fury Road style and a Beast from X Men. His uh, his um, zombie crew attacks, kills the boyfriend, and the zombies when they eat your brains, they get your memories too. So he explains in his monologue that. He lives through his victims because he gets to experience their memories. He So he takes a girlfriend back to his bachelor pad where he hangs out and he tries to, like, connect with her and keep her happy. Meanwhile, she's trying to escape because obviously she's scared, surrounded by zombies. Um, just to backtrack to a little bit, Nicholas Holt character, we we meet him in a airport, walking around with other zombies. He explains his life in his mind. He's very coherent, but outside he's like a shambling zombie. So we hear a lot of his monologue where he talks to his friend, but the friends, the the talk they have is literally them just moaning with a couple words thrown in here and there. So yeah, they're back at the girlfriend and he's trying to like become her friend essentially. So Sam or Joe, wanna hop on?
2: Um, I'll go ahead and go first. So I actually saw this movie in theaters when it first came out. I think I've only watched it the one time before revisiting it for this week's episode. And um, I really liked it the first time. And so I was excited just to watch it again and kind of see. I forgot Dave Franco was in it. I mean, hello, he's a cutie pie. Um, So that made me happy. And I, I liked this movie. I thought it had some funny parts to it. And I kind of felt bad that we gave Steve so much shit and put this off for such a long time. Um, I enjoyed watching it. There were some parts where like the CGI kind of bothered me but I was like, I mean, what do you expect? Um, Sometimes though, I was like, is R being too much by trying to hold her captive? Like stop trying to control her, you freak.
0: Safe, yeah, safe now.
2: Like, don't lie. Don't be, don't be conniving. I don't need your toxic behavior. R.
3: Show me your (laughs) tits. Uh yeah. So i I had never seen this movie before. Um, When when did this come out? What year? Two
4: thousand four, I think. Two
3: thousand four. Okay, so like this was like when I was like definitely like a hardcore. Was it 2013?
4: 2013 really yeah oh damn
3: right. well anyway um even so i was still more of like definitely this was not a movie geared towards me where i was like oh hell no when i saw like the trailer for it i was like you know i was like a one of the like i was like oh they're not gonna do this to the horror genre this isn't you know how dare they or something like you know but obviously you know now I'm a lot more open-minded with my horror movies and stuff like that so and obviously this podcast has definitely opened up my mind to trying new things and overall I, I enjoyed this one you know for the most part it's like it's so like harmless you know it's like <laughs> it's I think if you watch this you're not gonna hate it you know it's like it's definitely it's like an impossible movie to hate like because it has like a really good heart like to it you know and it's got like a nice like charm to it um and yeah I mean it, it's it's fun like there's like a lot of like there's a lot to like about this movie it's like cute it's definitely like a perfect horror themed date night movie uh I my favorite part honestly is like the opening here where like his opening monologue where he's just kind of walking around the airport and there's like a lot of like um really like witty writing in that part too like we're He's like, I'm, I'm lost. He's like, no, really, I'm lost. Like, what part of the airport am I in or something like that, you know? And that made me laugh. Um, so, like, they kind of, like, grabbed me right away. I, I, I really wish they, like, kept that going a lot more. It, I feel like it does get lost a little bit um, in the middle, but it does find its way back. Um, And, yeah. So, yeah, I, overall, I, I, uh, I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I was going to.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, man. Same, same same uh, viewpoint on it when I when it first came out I'm like oh, I'm not gonna like this this is not geared towards me and I remember like right. I get maybe I think maybe I had a two and a half maybe a three star on Letterbox before I watched it again um and I you know I give this a solid well I won't rate it yet I guess but I really like this movie um the weakest parts of it in my opinion are the horror aspects not not the Nicholas walking around or what's his R walking around with his monologue that's excellent I, I wish they had that more of that as well Right. but with the skeletons that was pretty bad not only the cgi just like just when they're trying to go horror doesn't work in my opinion and i know they had to kind of have a catalyst for the humans and the zombies to like fight back against a common enemy so i respect that but when it's a romantic comedy with like some light horror elements i think it it works perfectly and yeah. malkovich is just amazing and everything um so yeah man i'm, I'm really into this one i'm glad we watched it
4: yeah, it's definitely one I feel people won't give it, don't give a chance to. And that's part of the reason why I wanted to cover it at some point. Um, and I think there is a weird bias like to work against it. And I mean, I think we all felt it. I saw it in theaters because I mean, that was the point where I'd watch any anything that's zombies. But um, yeah, you know, there's just a lot of heart to it. And there's some parts that actually made me laugh. Uh, you know, like Joe was saying when he's lost in the airport, um, Rob Cordary, like everything he does is fucking funny. So, uh, yeah, there's great. that um, <laughs> the part where they're gonna make him up and they play pretty woman uh, made me laugh. Uh, just just these little beats that uh, you know keep keep the movie kind of going along and it's just uh, didn't take itself too seriously and yeah man I just really enjoyed it. Like uh, I saw some similarities to like Edward Scissorhands in the sense that oh yeah it was somebody who's like dead inside that uh, people kind of bring the life back into him and he had the same like cuts on his face and stuff like that. And they made him up, which made, you know, there's a lot of like, it was almost like a spiritual successor to Edward Scissorhands. Now I love Edward Scissorhands a lot more, but I mean, I saw a lot of the same kind of themes going. I I like the whole thing where, when you eat brains, you get some of their memories. Yeah, uh, I thought that was an interesting aspect to it. Um,
1: I like how he sneaks off to eat her boyfriend's brains too. Yeah, <laughs> that he has in his pocket. Like they got to be. Yeah, I was like that what,
3: what, so. Like that was like one thing. I was like, wait. So like he like saved brains and just put it in like a ziploc bag or something like that for later. Like no, they
1: they they showed a quick scene where he was shoving it in his pockets.
3: Okay.
4: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, I mean, I, I enjoy it. You know, I think it's something people should at least give a shot. And like I said, I think it's a perfect like Valentine's Day. Uh, horror, you know. Usually, we review, uh, you know, some kind of uh, slasher Valentine's Day horror, but this is more on the you know romantic side, and yeah. there aren't a lot of these in, in you know in horror, so it's kind of unique in that perspective.
1: So, yeah. this this yeah. is a good one for a non horror fan like my wife. We watch it together because it's not it's not horrific at all. Um, but yeah, I think if you're a type of person or a type of horror fan that likes strictly like I spit on your grave type things, then this movie's not going to be for you because it's not, it's not that horror movie. It's a romantic comedy, you know? Um, But yeah, if you can be open-minded, then maybe it's just because we're older now. I don't know.
3: Yeah, I think definitely. Like I I was going to say, like, I think 20-year-old me or like high school age, age me would have like hated this movie. But like, you know, now that I'm, you know, 34 and, Definitely more like open minded to stuff like this, because like back like when I was like you know, but eighteen and early twenties, like I was into like the hardcore shit of like horror, you know, it was like hardcore slashers or gore. Like if a movie didn't have gore in it, I would have hated it. You know what I mean? So like, it's definitely, uh, you know, this was like the perfect time or like the perfect uh, age to watch this. Like I think, for me anyway. Um,
1: favorite zombie moment
3: um, Ho- horror wise or comedy
1: wise or, or romantic wise
3: zombie you moment. know i'm gonna go a little more to bat on the skeleton guys i kind of thought they were cool <laughs> like awesome. I, I, I i thought i kind of like them i know Stephen todd kind of they obviously weren't fans of them but i kind of like that aspect like i kind of like that they put a little horror into this because like it kind of like you know without that it's just a straight you know, romance movie with really no horror elements at all, I guess, other than the zombies. But this kind of like put made it a little darker. Um, they, I, but I think they did use them a little too much um, towards the end. Like, I, I liked when they were just kind of there once in a while. Like, and it, them getting thrown in more at the end there, I think was a little too much. But for the most part, I kind of, I kind of dug. All right.
1: That was your favorite zombie moment? Sure. mine is when r creepily stares at her and he's like (laughs) don't don't be creepy or whatever he says and looks away all like ashamed
3: i also i mean like you you guys already mentioned it but like the the best friend character or i guess if you want to call him that he was definitely the highlight like comedy highlight for sure for me
4: yeah i I like the little moment they have at the beginning where they're just staring at each other and like grunting Uh, yeah i don't know it's, it's just there was a lot in that scene without you know doing anything it was just I'm sure they had a hard time filming that because they're I'm sure they're trying to make each other laugh just with their eyes yeah. and uh, yeah it's uh and I, every time like the best friend character showed up I think I it was hilarious so I really liked uh, I really liked all of that but uh you know Ara was really cool too you know, he had a lot of great moments as well um him trying to adapt to certain things and uh, yeah it was funny
2: I feel like R kind of looks like Glenn, like a human version of Glenn. Glenn who? From Kentucky. Oh. <laughs> I liked. I thought it was cute when they were like in his little airplane pad, listening to like the records and stuff. Yeah,
3: yeah. I feel like Malkovich could have been like used a little more in this. Like no, I, felt like I for didn't such really a, like him for such a great actor, though. I felt like he was under underutilized, but
2: I suppose.
3: I mean, I do agree, though. His character wasn't great in this movie.
2: Maybe that's what it's supposed to be. Um, but also, what's the girl's name? Julie? Yes. Okay, like, she literally was a zombie hunter. She couldn't escape R. I don't understand, but okay. I,
4: I think on a certain level she didn't want to. Um, yeah, because you know, she, she, she wanted to see
2: she was when she went back.
4: Right. And she, she, let's face it, she could have fucking left anytime she wanted. <laughs> she right. just didn't. Um yeah, so I, I think she saw the humanity in him and was curious enough to follow him back. That, that's how I
1: saw it anyway.
2: She wanted that zombie
1: D. Probably, yeah. <laughs> She's waiting for it to start working, too.
3: I actually... I, I know we are... You guys already mentioned it, but I the whole zombie eating brain thing and like taking the memories, I think is such a good idea. And I think I would like to see that like used in like more serious horror movies. I think that's like a really cool idea and it's like super original.
1: Yeah. It was clever. I can't, I
3: can't, I can't think of like anyone else that's ever used it. I'm surprised that like no one's ripped it off like for like a legit horror movie. Cause it's, it is a great idea. And uh, so I was reading on IMDb, like apparently like, this movie is like a whole metaphor for uh, like Romeo and Juliet.
4: Yeah, apparently that's his name. So Julie and R Ro- being Romeo. Oh, yeah. yeah. That- right,
3: right. And then she
1: literally, he literally screams from the balcony when he sneaks right, into her right. house. Yeah.
3: That's yeah, it's pretty cool.
4: And I, I like the whole ending sequence where the, the zombies start in- integrating themselves in life again. Yeah. Um, yeah. My only one nitpick with it is that how, why didn't R die when he got shot as soon that's as he became I- a human again?
3: yeah i think i actually would have like like i would have loved that like but i think i guess it's just like too dark right for for this movie i think yeah yeah it's just too dark for this movie but i think that would have been like great in a more serious movie like i was like i was actually like when he got shot i was like oh shit he's gonna die i was like and it's gonna be kind of like a melancholy ending but yeah yeah, i mean this was definitely more for like the uh i guess like I mean, would you call this like a teenagery type movie, right? Like, sort
1: of. Maybe a little bit more too mature for them.
3: Okay.
1: Teenager. Yeah, I don't
3: know. Yeah, I
4: think it's just a good date movie, essentially. Yeah. Not, it yeah. doesn't matter your age, really.
3: Yeah, they didn't want to depress people with that. Ending. Right. <laughs> exactly. But
4: that would have fit with the theme of mm-hmm. Romeo yeah. and Juliet. Maybe she would have gotten killed too, and then the two of them became symbols to like yeah. unity or something uh, yeah. like that. You know, kind of like in um. In Planet of the Apes, while well, the originals, how uh, the two main apes die in three, and that becomes the catalyst
1: to the apes kind of... Well, now you're getting deep with yeah. <laughs> Escape from the Planet of the Apes there. Yeah, I, I love those films. So. Oh, <laughs> it's, I love them too. They're amazing.
4: Yeah, um, yeah so maybe it would have been, but I think for the tone of this movie, it wouldn't have worked. It's just... It would have been a huge,
3: right? Yeah it's, earth,
1: the, yeah, it's not the movie. Yeah. yeah,
3: I wonder if they followed. Like, I know this is based on a novel. I don't know like how the novel ends, but
1: that reminds me. I wanted to add it to my to read list. because I was interested in that. I'm gonna do it right now.
2: Romeo and Juliet.
1: No, uh, warm bodies.
2: No, it's a book. Yeah. Sorry, I wasn't
0: listening. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, there's multiple books. There's oh, the really? Burning World, The Burning World Part Two, The Living Part Three. I guess there's three.
3: Cool. Ooh. Sam, you didn't say what you said to me the other day, and I was like, that's a great point. Like, this is like a better version of Twilight.
1: hmm
3: I like it. <laughs> want to rate this fucker? Sure.
1: Uh, Sam.
2: No, I don't want to go first. I Steve.
3: Don't wanna... I'll go first. All right. I'll go first. Uh, Yeah, I mean, kind of said everything we need to say about this. Uh, I am... I was teetering here because like I, I did start to lose me a little bit, uh, you know, t- in like the middle part, I guess. Um, but, you know, I, I, there is like a lot of good heart here. And it, it, it's like I said, it. I, I don't think this is really a movie anyone's going to hate. <laughs> it's just like so like it's just. Yeah, so I'm going to give it a seven.
4: Yeah. And uh, I'm actually right there with you. Um, you know, I, 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 love it for what it is. Uh, it's not one of my favorite films. It's not a movie I hated. I just, I, it's something I could see myself watching every like five years, you know, just kind of revisit it every once in a while. I haven't, have, it, I have it on Blu-ray. So it's just uh, yeah, it's, it's a fun, good movie. And it's one that I just hope people check out because I, I think a lot of people had the same opinion as, you know, you, Joe and Todd, that it's going to be terrible because you know they're besmirching the zombie genre but give it a shot and you won't regret it i think it's a good good film
2: i thought you were gonna say you could watch it every five months (laughs) (laughs) five years and i felt guilty i was like i don't want to score too low because i don't want steve to hate me
3: i mean it's a good one to watch every valentine's day like definitely for sure yeah
2: okay um so I will go ahead and give it, I feel like I kind of got a little bit, not bored, but I was like, there was a good chunk where It could have been sped up or just a little cut out. Don't ask me what chunk that is. Cause I don't remember. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm going to give it a 6.9.
3: A 69. Well, I'll give
2: it a seven. Fine. Seven minutes in heaven. <laughs> oh, I like the
3: oh. 6.9 Valentine's Day sex. Love it.
2: Or seven minutes in heaven. Makeout session in the closet.
3: There you go.
1: Why not both?
2: <laughs> why not both?
1: <laughs> in that order. That um,
2: too much, that's why.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with the highest score here, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to go a seven and a half. All right, and I'm going to give it a four out of five for box because I think it's just a a, a very safe movie. There's nothing, right? Nothing wrong with it. Yeah. Horror fans can like it. Non-horror fans can like it. It's a good time. But I do agree, though. Like I think at like the seventy percent mark, it's like, all right, we need to go. We need to get to the point here. Right. I think it's around the time where um, they're in the house.
4: Yeah, yes. Exactly. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. I was like, come on, let's cut this. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Oh, proof. Don't you think like she would have been a little more mad that like when he revealed that she ate his boyfriend
1: i
0: think on some level she didn't like him
3: she didn't really give a fuck like yeah yeah but i think she knew his
4: situation too right it's not like he intended to hurt her it's just that's how he was yeah
3: i guess that's just my expectation i guess because like i remember i'm like oh man once she finds out that's gonna be like i thought that's where the movie was gonna go like that was gonna be the big like thing that set them apart and then like he was gonna go and like you know so it it did kind of throw me for a loop that that wasn't the big like uh thing that's like kind of separated I mean, she them. did
2: leave after that that was kind of like the push yeah i mean she oh. did
3: but yeah
2: um well how come she was fine with listening to records and eating fruit cups instead of asking <laughs> that then and there i don't know
1: i think she said like oh i i kind of knew but i didn't want to right yeah, admit it. I, yeah.
2: yeah i understand that but why couldn't she say that when she's picking out the record like that's oh i kind of had a Thought, but she's,
1: she's like oh cool records by the way did you eat my boyfriend's brain
2: Your <laughs> <laughs> pup is expired but by the way did you eat my hot boyfriend do
1: yeah. you have any left because i really need some protein <laughs>
2: oh my god
1: i wonder if the zombies can still like see visions or whatever if, are, are they non-zombies now like are they officially back
3: that's
0: like how yeah, i took it so they're, yeah. they're
4: working their way back gotcha
0: right
4: yeah but from what i was under from what i got gather the reason he went so far along like more than the other ones did is because he found love whereas the other ones didn't uh but you mm-hmm. see rob cordry kind of find love maybe at the end so maybe that's what he, he like humanizes them is love right so, so like, yeah so call. like that's
3: that's the cure like right you just like have to like humanize and, like yeah, and not go against each other it, basically it, it, it's like, also
4: kind of represented with the one playing baseball like the more right. he's playing the ball with that guy the better he's getting at catching the ball and throwing it back so it's not just like romantic love it's also like yeah. know, family love or friend love or whatever it's Just it's just love period
3: what the world needs now is love sweet love
1: right.
2: okay. <laughs> love is love is love is love <laughs>
3: All right. is that right. it yeah, i think up. that's it that's all right it. happy valentine's day light them happy candles Halloween. get sexy get sexy with yourself yes <laughs> yes don't feed play them too this.
1: much though gentlemen they won't like it
3: i want and play this episode while you're making sweet sweet love so you oh. can hear our voices in the background just
1: should play what's some what's marvin Gaye there on the outro there steve <laughs> <laughs> let's get it on
4: <laughs> I have something for the <laughs> outro. So. A, little, a little special
1: scene there. Uh, oh. Yeah. All right. All right bye, bye. Bye. bye, Bye. Bye, guys.
3: Bye.
2: Oh, that's right.
1: Wait, I, I thought you were plastic. diff What?
0: Kiss me. Okay.